0: Stand end of Hanukkah. So, even though the chidduch for Hanukkah we spoke about last week. But uh, there's uh, the lesson that we learned for Hanukkah. What we spoke about the lesson of learning that there's the importance of of expressing gratitude of and if Hanukkah is maybe more of a time to focus on that, but it's a principle which is, which is always a principle is always an important principle and therefore let's talk about. The idea of chinuch in teaching children to express gratitude—why is it important? But really, the starting point to that would then be explain why hakaras hatov is so much an integral part of what's necessary for a person. That he said that a person is not makir tover. He's not grateful. He says not just he has a bad man, he says he doesn't deserve to be a person. So what's that so intrinsic to the concept of a person importance of being a good And once you understand that then let's talk about the chinuch for that. So there's two, there's two points. There's two points. Why expressing gratitude is is an important part of a person and it was an important thing to teach as well. The first one is because the person can either take the attitude that what you do for me, I appreciate. And it's coming from the basis of I don't deserve it. It's not like something you have to do. Something you wanted to do, you chose to do. Even if you accept on yourself the responsibility to do, but it's something which I don't necessarily have the right to demand. But so that's okay. So I appreciate it. The query is that I appreciate you doing something for me, and it's that, that's one element of Akharasatof. Whereas something a person thinks it's, it's theirs, so they don't appreciate it if you do it, it's mine. Uh, if you give me something of yours, I'll be grateful. But if it's my thing, you just give it back to me, I have to be grateful it's mine. And therefore, uh, a person has the the attitude or the feeling about some things, this is belongs to me, this is coming to me, this is something you have to do for me. So why should I be grateful? Whereas it's something which I'm making a for. means I'm appreciating something which I'm not saying is I'm demanding as my right. I'm accepting as something which um, I appreciate, I'm noticing, I'm realizing it's something which I didn't have to get. something you choose to do for me. And uh, the corollary to that is is that something which therefore you would which you decide you don't want to do for me. So if, uh, if it's something which I thought I had the right to so I'm gonna time, is that, but how you know, how do you stop doing what you did for me? You you have to, it's mine. I have the, you have, you, you're responsible to do it for me. How can you not? Whereas it's something which I never started of feeling with the hakara of, it's mine by right. I appreciate the fact you're doing it. Okay, so then you, you're allowed to choose not to do it again. I don't owe you anything. And uh, the nature is of things is something which you do one time for a person. I'm talking generally. Sometimes you do one time for a person, they appreciate. You do it twice, three times, they still appreciate. You do it too often, a person starts to feel then it's you. You owe it to me. You owe it to me, and I, you can't stop because you, you, have you have to. You have to. How can you stop? It's mine. It belongs to me. You have, you. You're responsible to do this. Me. How can you stop? And know. Uh, I run a stock organization, and you see this. A person you know is having a hard time, so you decide you want to help him out. You send him a 500 shakers, a 1,000 shakers for your answer. he extremely grateful. Right? your letter, call you up to thank you. His wife will go up to thank you. It's amazing. And then, uh, now that they know you have things, so in a few weeks' time, you know, we are having a hard time, Could you help us again? That's so how you do. Again, thank you so much, I appreciate it. But it gets to the stage where now it becomes a regular thing, then you, know, you stop getting the Thanks. That's expected. And if you say, okay, we know, we'll stop How can you stop? You've been doing this for 10 weeks already. You're going you're gonna to stop? We, you have to. I have to? Why do we have to? We did your chesed. We did your chesed a few times, not just once. So you should be more grateful. You got to the stage, now because we've helped you in the past, now you have to. We have to do it for you. You offer somebody a ride. One time, two times, three times. They're very grateful. I said, why weren't you there? I was waiting for you in the corner. But I have to. But the nature of a person is, when the chesed is done enough times, a person starts to see it, this is my right, I deserve it. You have to do it for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Agav, that's why anyone who works in Stalker knows that it's, it's, a very, it's not always a clever thing to do to, to provide a, a Stalker on a daily or on a steady basis. Because then it becomes an obligation you can't get out of. Even if it's not from your view, from another person's point of view, it's like... You, you, let, you let me down. It's like I was relying on you, what you are giving me every week, every month, and now you start, how can you do that? And uh, because in a person's mind, the fact that you're doing something again and again, and I start to think it's coming to them. I start to think that there's something they're going to rely on. And then make it as you can stop. Now, if you're the outsider, and you want to do a chassid or not to a stranger, even to somebody you know a little bit, okay, it's very nice and you want to do it in in certain intervals, whatever it might be, and the person realizes, appreciates it, and is grateful for it, that's okay. But uh, to take on the commitment to do the whole time, means you know, mirosh, you're getting yourself into a situation where the person will feel, you owe this to me, you can't stop. Okay, so as an outsider, as an organization, as a friend of me, I'm not responsible to do that. But a parent isn't in that position. You can't tell my kids, listen, you know what, you should be grateful that I'm giving you food every day, so I'll do it every so often. They can't do that. (laughs) To some extent, they're relying on you. That's true. But that's the case. If a parent would say, no, I chose not to feed my child today, then you have a tain on him. Because then there there is a case of you're responsible. That's from the parent's point of view. At the same time, we don't want it to make a massive where the children feel, I don't don't owe you anything. I don't have to be grateful to you because you're responsible to help me. And if that's the case, why do I have to be grateful in other words, the, the normal AETA is don't do something on a regular basis. It doesn't make people reliant on you and if it doesn't feel they have rights. Okay, it doesn't apply to a parent because you do have responsibility and it is going to be something you're doing on a constant basis. But at the same time, it's not healthy and it's not the right thing Their child to feel that I don't be grateful to you because you have to do this for me. I deserve it. So, so make it easy. I should be grateful to me. Why should I thank you? If you want to take it to its extreme, the uh, Chayodam in talks Chachazodam. He talks about the He writes that a person could say to his parents, "That say, you know, listen, it wasn't my decision to be born. It was your decision. So of course you're responsible. You brought me to the world. You have to look after me. And if that's the okay, case, so I should be grateful to you. This is all. This is, this is all you, you have to. You're responsible for the outcome of your actions. Huh? You want to have a child. You have to look after the child. I don't be. Grateful to that." Now, says the chav says uh an unusually sharp dosha. He says this arun, the is the is harsh and the person says such a thing. Should go blind, you should go deaf, he should lose his ability to speak. Why? It's a pretty serious uh, so to speak statement to make. So what's the yes that there's so it, there's two principles over here. The first principle is that as long as the person appreciates, someone else is doing something for me. So to some extent, that's the me to reciprocate. To reciprocate, you're doing something for me. So then the nature of the person is, I don't like feeling that, you know, you're doing for me and I have no way to repay, I have no way to express gratitude, I have nothing to do, I'm just a taker. And therefore, the person works one of two ways. The one way, I'll call it the healthy way, is I want to give back. I want to reciprocate. So you don't for me, I want to give back. Whatever I can. If you're talking about friends, and you're giving as equals. You give me what I give you. we are talking about chavrus, it's this give and take. You explain once a to me, I'll explain the next one to you. It's an equal give and take. If you're talking in a situation where one person can give much more than the other one, that's true. But if, if the person knows it's you giving me, I'm going to find a way to look to give you too. So it might be much less than you give me, it might be not the same amount that you give me, but I can give back something because at least that way it makes me feel that I'm grateful for what I'm getting, and I want to show, I can reciprocate too. And if there's nothing for me to give, there's nothing for me to give. So the least I can give is the is the, is the way I relate to somebody else, even if there's nothing physical I can give. Which means, I can show them respect, I can show them loyalty, I can listen to them, I can, uh, I can help them, whatever it's going to be. I can love them, it doesn't matter what the context is going to be, that's something I can give. So if, you th- if a child was this much of a philosopher You think And you first thought about Haqara My parents give me so much What can I give them back? I'm a little kid I don't have my own income I don't have anything that I can give them What well, I can give them back I can give them nachos I can listen to them I can make them happy I can show them in. I want to have a relationship with them That's also called giving And in the context of parent to child That's what the parent wants back The parent's not expecting this kid to say Okay listen I, I bought food for you for the last five years Now I want you to support me But it's not at that stage in his life but what he wants back is the yachas of what the parent, what the parent wants from the child is to listen to him, to respect him, to love him, to have a relationship with him, to learn from him, whatever it's going to be. And in any situation, you have a Rebbe in Islam with him. So again, if it's in the context as so he's teaching them, they're not teaching him. So what is he want back, The answer is his he wants the yachas of a Talbid, he wants the yachas of a Khasid, whatever it's going to be, because that provides, the, that, that's the give and take in the situation. But, in order for the, that, given, that, that natural feeling to be there, and that is that I've, you've given me some, I want to somehow reciprocate, in the way that I can, in the framework of the relationship we're talking about, but what's needed for that is the feeling that I owe you something back. I am what you've done for me, and I owe you something back. Whereas if I get the feeling of, listen, yeah. I deserve this, you have to do it. So just like when I that, say I'm a guest, oh, and uh, the cleaning staff cleans my room every day, unless the person has particularly good menace, no? look. It's your job, I'll allow you something I don't have to look at you, I have to look at you You're doing your job, what do do with me? You know that you pay to clean my room And so everything else The person in the, in the yeshiva, the person who's been paid to, to cook in the kitchen So i all the same And so with me I'm, I'm, I'm paying for tuition in this yeshiva So the yeshiva has to provide me meals So I have to be grateful also Now I'm not saying that's right Hagarasatab is always a good method. I'm saying if a person gets into that way of thinking, so then I, I don't owe anything to you. Oh, you're to, oh, but I'm working for you? You have to. You have to. No, I don't, it doesn't obligate me in any way. And as soon as a person feels like that, so then there's no feeling of, look what you've done for me, what I have to reciprocate. And when in the family gets, people, like, children start to feel like that, that's you know, I mean, him. Uh, you have to bring up like, your children. It's your responsibility as parents. You have to look after us, and you have to give us education. You have to provide for us and everything else. So, Bereket gets the feeling that you have to. You have to. So then it doesn't obligate me in any way. You have to do what you have to do. Why, why should I do it? Why, why does that require me something? And if that's the case, the first thing we've lost is the most natural way, the most powerful way, and the basic way that parents have to work on their children, to influence them and to build them is through the feeling that the children have we want to make our parents happy. We want to give them back. We want to appreciate. And therefore, this is what they want us to do. And that's, what, that's the way we're going to show we have We appreciate them. If this is what they want us to do, this is the way they want us to do. So that's the way we can give back for what they gave us. But when Borega, a child gets to the stage where I don't feel I have to give you back anything. I feel everything you did for me you have to do for me. I didn't, I didn't ask you to, I not ask you to have it, I didn't ask you to, be, to I, you do you did it for yourself. Like the Chach Masarim says. At that stage, then you've lost the, the most powerful way that you have to try and develop somebody else. That's only half the problem. That's only the first step. There's a, there's a second step here, as the Chach says. And that is, and that, is that, same, that same person could then turn to Hashem. And say, Hashem, I don't have to be grateful to you for anything. It wasn't my decision to be created. You put me in the world. You want me to exist. Then you have to look after me. You have to feed me. You have to keep me healthy. You didn't ask me. It wasn't my decision. You did it. So you 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 made me. You take care of me. Are you something for that? I be better of not being here. And again, I'm not saying mine. I'm not saying this for myself. It's a person that's mak is b'taiva. He'll even be kaver b'taiva because he'll say the same. You, it's your job. You, 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 feed everybody. You look after everybody. You, you take the mate to look, well, That's your job. I don't know anything. And then if that's the case, there's no reason why a person feels naturally that I have to listen to a kollel Naturally, that I have to bring him nachasrech. Naturally, that I want to make him close to him because I don't know him anything. It's, if a person gets into that mindset, so then, then there's no natural reason why he's going to want to do anything to please or to help or to interest somebody else. I don't feel any, I don't feel anyone anything. That's the danger of the middle of fear That's what we come back to say at the beginning. The Quran should ever say that a person who has that middle, it's not gives a bad middle. It takes you, it takes from being a person. Because the nature of a person is I can I'm not a machine. I can connect to other things. I can relate to other things. But that needs a certain ability to relate to something. You do for me, I do for you. You 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 will with me, I collaborate with you. don't with uh, anybody, anything. And uh, what are people doing for me? Okay, but uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. They have to do their job. It doesn't obligate me. So then, there's no reason for me to have to reciprocate or to connect to anyone else. What's the flow in that logic? The flow in that logic is the flow in that logic. 100. Uh, Where's the flow in the logic? Let me explain. That's, uh, you know, to, so I'll talk about the second point first and there's the second problem of being coffee I of not, not, not being appreciative but if you, if you already asked yes, we'll okay, so answer it first so what's wrong with the way of looking at it? what's wrong with the way of looking at it's possible let's say I give you a much of let's say someone come to you and say you know what? Uh, I'd like to get to know you a little bit better um, can I invite you out for lunch? For, um, yeah? we'll take you out. and we'll speak we'll get to know each other a bit better He's willing to pay. That's very nice. So, he takes you out to a fancy top-of-the-line restaurant. He says whatever you want to find me. Now, what would a normal person do at the end of the say you he paid everything. He generous, whatever you wanted, He offers you. You had a nice time together. You get up, shake hands, and all of these. Most people would say, "Thank you." But it's very nice. I appreciate the invitation. I appreciate the meal. Whatever it would be, however they going to express. If a person would say, "Listen," I don't have to say thank you to you, because you were the one who invited me. So what, you invite me and not pay for me. So I don't have to say thank you to you. Yeah. I, I didn't, you. You offered me to come. What do we say is the flaw in that logic? So offering you to come is already a chesed. I offer to, to take you out, that's already a chesed. You're right, once I've offered to take you out, so I did. But lemaisa, said, I owed you the first part. I didn't have to take you anywhere. So you should be grateful for that at least. Now the first step. Which means the logical mistake is, so well, Hashem, you yeah, you created me, so now Hashem had to create you. Hashem did that as the chesed, it's the first chesed. And therefore start with the first chesed first. But be grateful for that. Uh, now, it's true. Once Hashem created you, he decided to give a person life, to give him health, to give him everything he needs to live. But we can't negate this where the chesed begins from. And the same with anybody else. And that's the same you said as I before. People tend to think that once you've taken something on, it's so your responsibility. I don't feel grateful. You took on a student, you're responsible. For him. You took on a chesed case. <coughs> it's your responsibility. That's all a mistake. I didn't have to do this in the first place. And therefore the fact that I took on the responsibility, that's a chesed. And the fact that I'm keeping up on responsibility, which I never had to do in the first place, is just a continuation of that chesed. If that same guy that I took out to lunch one day, so you know what, I like you so much, I want to take you out to lunch every day. Again, the nature of a person is he's going to be less grateful every day. Because he gets used to it. Does that mean it's less of a chesed? I, I chose this every day. I've so, I, even t- I even chose to do it on a regular basis. And I'm still paying for you every day. So then why, you be, why should he be less grateful? But the nature of a person is that that's the way it works. I think it's coming to me already. And therefore I'm not grateful anymore. That's the danger of coffee table Now, it's like I said, tough in the case of a parent, tough in the case of somebody who does do cheser on a regular basis, it becomes more of a problem, because it becomes something which a person expects, more, because it's more used to it, it gets, it's more regular, and therefore the person thinks more and more, you owe it to me, you have to do it, you took on the responsibility to do it, but therefore there's, there's less and less naturally feeling of uh, being, being grateful, less and less of a factor of feeling of cheser. So, that's the problem, that's the first problem. That's the first problem. And uh, the, the resultant problem is, that the less a person feels like R.C.12, the less they feel, I have to give back. The less it feels, I'm indebted to you, and if I want to do something to make you happy too, I want to do, give something back, for, for your point of view. So, okay, so that's the, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the second problem next, we've already started on this track. So, what's the eight? What's the chinuch meant to be? What's the chinuch meant to be? And the answer is, push the chinnik is meant to be, teach your children to be grateful. Sorry, yeah. don't let, of course, uh, when a child's too young to not understand anything, you do everything for them, they not grateful, they don't even know what you do But when a child gets old enough to understand what you do teach them to be grateful. Teach them to be grateful. And not in the sense I'm going to withhold what I need to give them. It's not that I'm going to let him go hungry so he's grateful for food. I'm not going to give him what he needs that he's grateful when he gets it. But it's something you sell somebody. And that is when you get something, you say thank you. When you get to me, say thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I And uh, you, 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 not just a cursory thank you. A person put an effort. Notice that. I doesn't have to do it for you. And I put an effort because I want to give you, because I want you to have a good time. Okay, thank you. And it's, uh, it's not wrong for a parent to, to make a point of showing his children look, I, 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 I want to show how much work I put into this because I wanted you, want you to be happy. I wanted you to have a good time. I wanted to be nice to you. I wanted you to enjoy it. And it's not wrong because you, what you want is, if a child recognizes that, then he's going to do a And I'm not doing it because I want the I don't need my children's thank yous. But the fact that they feel that way makes them want to reciprocate. It's a, it's, and that's a healthy way a is meant to be. If the children are decide, look, you know, our parents do so much, let's do something back. What can they do? They're not going to pay. They don't have the money, but let's clean, that. Let's clean up the house. Let's make them a surprise. Let's rank them a thank you note. It doesn't make a difference what it is, right? The fact that you can that somebody else is inspired to the point where they want to show, we want to reciprocate, we want to give back something, means that you are developing a healthy sense of akharashtov, and that's what's meant to be. And that's what's meant to be because it's not just for your, your ability to as a parent then to educate. Your ability as a parent to direct. That. It's much more basic than that, and that is because if mishenim and but tevosa shal adam. A person doesn't appreciate people won't appreciate Hashem. And either way around, because i too, if to person is a <laughs> person's shaladam he'll be makri That same child, you can show him now, you can show him the next stage, look how much Hashem is doing for you. And most people never think like that. Of course, I deserve a healthy body, of course I deserve to have everything going my way. Of course I deserve everything I need. Whether they've rationalized that because you made me and therefore you have to give me, or they didn't rationalize and just assume like, it. It doesn't make a difference, but once the person gets to that stage, then let's stop to look at the Chesed Hashem does for you. And again, it's recognizing Chesed isn't a guilt trip. Isn't a guilt trip. Recognizing Chesed isn't meant to make somebody feel oh, now I feel so guilty. It's the other way around. It's meant to feel, make me feel. I want to respond. I want to say thank you. And if I recognize the Chesed someone does, I, say, oh, I feel so bad. Why do you feel so bad? Feels so good. Feels so good that i Baruch is interested in doing so much Chesed for you. And what does he want back for it? Number one, he wants you to say thank you. Recognize it. Recognize it. Because if a person appreciates chesed, so then that makes him want to reciprocate the chesed. And the chesed, how uh, are we going to reciprocate Hashem's chesed? We said it today. When you recognize chesed, you want to respond. How am I going to respond to Hashem? And the answer is one thing only. I can say thank you. I'm going to pick up a chesed and I'm going to say thank you, Hashem. Saying thank you is a way to reciprocate Hashem. So I can't give him anything else. I can listen to him, I can try to keep the halacha better, or I can say thank you. But that already creates the ability to make a relationship. And therefore, again, if I want to point out, and it's not just Hanukkah. It's not just Hanukkah like once a year we talk about the nisim which happened then. We say, the modem every day isn't just on the nisim which was by Yemima He. The modem every day is on Issechash Bechol Yemima we have to look, look for the Nisim the whole time. And I don't awe-inspiring Nisim, but the Cheser Hashem does the whole time because that's a way to be pointed out to you. You see, look what Hashem is doing, look what Hashem is doing to you, look what Hashem is doing to you. And when a person isn't jaded to the point of thinking, well of course he has to do that to me. He owes it to me, so to speak. Why? What does he owe to you? Because he's done it for so long? So he should be grateful for so long. It then the, 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 It's true that people start to think if, you, if you're always doing it, so you have to do it If a person thinks about it, that doesn't, that doesn't really follow logic You're always doing it means there's more for me to be grateful for And the Aleph base is Therefore, it's not just the end point of Mojit the, the, Therefore, it's meant to bring a person the thing I want to It's just okay? There's one point I Which I want to talk about uh, I mean, have a few minutes left and we love to go to the second part of this, the other reasons for but just on this point. And that is, the world is on a. If we think about it, so the world is a, always to say, we're talking about being Makai Mitzvah So you always to ask, how many Mitzvah the I'm not talking about Mitzvah Shibaleh, but regular Mitzvah we can do. Mitzvah Saleh can a person Makai on the average day. Without, without unusual circumstances, how many Mitzvah Saleh can a person macaim on a regular day? And he used to say, you can think about it yourselves. He said, you'd find it hard to get to more than 10. You have Tfila, you have Tfili, you have Tzitz, you, you have Kriyashma, learning Torah, doing Chesed, and now, keep thinking. Birgit okay. uh, you, You'd find it to get to more than 10. One of the few mitzvahs that there are, which a person can do in a daily lives, is Birgit Samazin. It's a mitzvah And the primary mitzvah is HaKoros HaToif. HaVarach HaShem Melekecha, HaOret HaToif and yet, the world's on a crusade to avoid Birkus and Muslim. They made up a, a fallacy called Mazdinus bread, which doesn't exist. Mazdinus bread. They made up a, a, a concept which doesn't really exist in the They look for ways to avoid eating bread, to eat this instead of bread, add something else to so avoid benching. And children are the same. Oh, I have to bench, no, I don't eat. Right? Why? You're missing out on the chance. The point of Birkus and Muslim is, I shouldn't give you food. In Baruch Hashem, we're living in a door where we never knew what it meant not to have food. So we take it for granted we have food, of course. Who doesn't have food? We has as much as we want, whatever we want. It's like we think of the last week's the family in Mitzrayim. People traveled to Mitzrayim to buy bread that wasn't on the plane. It means they took a two-week camel ride from wherever they were in Israel to get to Egypt to buy a piece of bread. There was nothing to eat, and we never we never lived that life. We never knew what it meant not to have food. But it's a cornerstone; it's a basic thing. Every time we eat. It's a, and then, again, it's something to train your children for. Train ourselves for, really. You have food to eat. something to be grateful for. And not just some food, you have as much food as you want to eat. something to be grateful for. And my grandparents, for the generation after the Holocaust, they never forgot what it meant to be hungry. But it's food, as much food as you want. as. And we, Barakachal, we never have any Nisayan. But it's a way to train ourselves, it's a place to work on this idea. And there is, don't take it for granted, the always fail us, because we never know what it means to be hungry. Of course, we deserve What we're more to be grateful for. We never knew what it meant to be hungry to extend the nine to eat. And the uh, Karsim was, is not just a chance to make a Karsim Tav, it's a Mitzvah the Aysi. It's a chance, we shouldn't avoid the opportunities to bench. It's an opportunity to work on this point of building a Karsim Tav, building a Mitzvah, building the gratitude. This is just the first half and next time we go. you the you can say